welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. I have the beautiful beautiful Sonia here and I'm really excited to have her on the show. So I'm going to get her to introduce herself to you. She has an amazing, amazing story and I can't wait for all of you to hear it. So welcome, Sonia. Thank you, Alexis. Happy to be here. So my name is Sonia Lopez. I'm a manifestation energetics coach and I help people master their energy so they can manifest faster and with ease. Um, yeah. So you want me to tell you a little bit about my story? Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. love I love that. Um, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your story, how you got to where you are right now and all about the metaphysics and all the things yeah. with your journey. So I started, um, coaching this type of coaching energetics more so in the manifestation world. And what that means is basically psychology, neuroscience, and spirituality, and energetics all combined, right? It's not the mainstream type of manifestation that most people think about with affirmations and positive thinking. And for me, how that developed was through going through my own journey of healing and understanding in depth the, the power of the mind and body connection. So I became a certified coach in 2011. Shortly thereafter, I became a certified yoga teacher. And at that time, that's when I really began to understand the power of the nervous system and how the mind and body connect, right? Um, and then in 2014, as a result of a, several life transitions that I had gone through, but kept forging through and not really um, processing you know, the, the transitions themselves and all the emotions that come up as a result of transitions, I became very sick. So in 2014, I started to not like really not feel good. I had no energy. I had, you could say, you know, some people might label it as um, situational depression. I had no desire to do anything. Um, so I put my coaching on hold and, and teaching on hold. And I set out on this journey of healing. Obviously, I worked with doctors and doctors couldn't find what the heck was wrong with me, um, went to five different doctors. And then I found two doctors that were uh, functional medicine MDs and functional medicine. They just really look at the full holistic approach of mind, body and spirit connection. And in that we were able to find through a bunch of tests and stuff that I had five autoimmune conditions. So. I always love to, um, to, to say to people that, that really the universe is guiding us because at the time I, had, I was working at a job that was really not in alignment with my calling, but I kept rationalizing it because you know I was getting a good salary and benefits and all that stuff, but I really didn't feel like this was it. And I knew it. I knew it in my heart, but I kept, you know, the mind always rationalizes to tolerate <laughs> Um, and I worked with somebody at the time who was also a yoga teacher. And she mentioned to me about a practice called yin yoga, which I had no, you know, no knowledge of. 
but I was like, it felt like the universe was like giving me little hints of like what path I should start taking for my own healing. So I listened and I started to look into yin yoga. What happened was I ended up getting that certification. I was already certified in therapeutic yoga. And when I got the yin certification, what I learned deeper about the mind and body connection is through traditional Chinese medicine. So I learned more about the pressure points and how different body systems hold onto the energies of different emotions. For example, the lungs hold on to our grief and that kind of stuff. So I started to play with poses that would allow me, because yin, you hold the poses for a period of time. And the beauty of yin is that you are re, you're having a chemical release of the emotions that we store in our cells, right? So emotions are chemical releases of the brain that then become stored in the cells. And unless we process them, they become, you know, kind of what the body craves. The body is the subconscious mind. So the body continues to crave those same emotions and we continue to create the same reality over and over. So that's what I uncovered with all of my learnings and through my healing process. So when I started to practice yin, um, I started to notice that every time I would practice, I would have like either outbursts of crying or, you know, euphoric emotions and that kind of stuff. And I started to really, you know, like hone in more into what is coming up for me. And I would journal, like what is really surfacing every time I practice. Uh, Again, I worked with my doctor. I was also taking supplements and changing my diet and all that kind of stuff too. But it was really, I think that the healing really started to happen when I started to connect that I had all this unhealed trauma. And then I had all these awesome tools that would help me pull out to the surface what is this stuff that needs to come up to heal it? And um, when I started to play around with that, I started to then feel better. I started to feel like my old self again, little by little by little. And um, that's when I started to just uncover that. uh, Oh, and during this time, by the way, I was manifesting some amazing stuff. So I was like, how on God's earth am I going through this dark night of the soul? and still manifesting awesome things. Because my old way of thinking about manifestation was really the old, you have to think positive and be positive to manifest the things you want. So I manifested some really cool things as I was like in the midst of this unraveling. And that's when I started to question the manifestation methods of the mainstream, you know, what mainstream teachers teach. And I really uncovered that manifestation is not about positive thinking. It's about what is embedded in our subconscious mind as far as beliefs go, right? And you can, you can have negative thoughts and even negative emotions and still manifest some really awesome things. Um, so alignment, which is that, you know, you hear a lot of law of attraction teachers uh, talk about being happy and being joyful. That's alignment. But alignment or connection to your, the vibration of your manifestation is a totally different thing. Mm-hmm. And so when I was manifesting these awesome things, what I realized was that, oh, I have the vibration that matches my manifestation. I'm not in alignment with the joyful feelings because I'm in the process of healing and, you know, I'm sick. Um, so all these things started to really just come up. And that's when I was like, oh, there's something here. So in 2018, when I went to the doctor and got all my blood tests done again, 
with, you know, to check on my autoimmune conditions, everything came back fine. Everything came back perfect. All my tests came back, even though doctors had said to me, um, one of the autoimmunes that I had had to do with my thyroid. And they were like, there's no, there's no remission for that. Um, and that number came back perfectly fine. So oh my goodness, that is phenomenal. Yeah. I just want to come back to the dark night of the soul and manifesting because it's not mainstream. It's you've helped me unpack a little bit more in a different in different wording to how I would explain it to I guess myself and to others. I love how you said that you don't because I know that when I'm going through my dark night of the soul or if I'm going through my, you know, unpacking and unfolding, I've been able to manifest amazing things into my world and I haven't been super positive and I haven't been, like I've had those things, but the belief behind it was that I knew that I could have it so I was vibrating at the same vibration of it whilst there was still chaos and parts of me shedding and releasing and letting going and understanding more of who I am. So can you just... Can we just dive a little bit deeper into if someone hasn't heard of Dark Night of the Soul, what does that mean? Well, I'm getting goosebumps. Ah! Um, what, <laughs> what does Dark Night of the Soul mean for you and how would you explain it? I love that you asked that. Um, yes. So Dark Night of the Soul, and people can actually Google this too because what it means to me, it might resonate differently to somebody else that has their own experience of Dark Night of the Soul. So for me, dark night of the soul is when you just go down this dark place and it's usually as triggered as a result of some loss or some major transformation in your life that I describe to be, it's almost like our ego shattering, obliterating, falling apart. In That's order how for I would explain it. <laughs> yeah. In order for us to step into a higher version of ourselves, which is a, a grieving process, right? So you're going through a grieving process because you've just lost the old self and you're entering into new levels. And usually it happens um, as a result of maybe an illness or maybe a loss of a loved one or, you know, what, whatever it is, some people lose their job or lose their home or whatever. And, you know, I can now in hindsight look back and see like, oh, that was a dark night of the soul because it was really just a very, if I were to like a emotionally it's a very deep intense place where you're just like you don't want to be around anybody even the people that love you and are trying to help you can't help you because you really have to sit with it and go through it yeah it's like it's you know the best way to describe it I describe it as the butterfly in the cocoon upside down in the dark wiggling her way so that struggle to get out but if you help it get out you're actually going to injure it because her wings won't be strong enough to fly so you're actually hurting the butterfly by doing that so you have to just let oh, it struggle. i'm getting all emotional and this is what happens every time i talk to someone i get emotional and all goosebumpy because i have been there that many times in that moment and i explain it exactly the same way is it's that wriggle and i saw a photo and it, um, a little meme that it was talking about if you cut the cocoon, it, the butterfly dies because it doesn't have the strength to fly because it needs to be able to build that strength as it's wriggling itself out. Absolutely. That's what strengthens its wings in order for them to be beautiful and for her to fly out. Now, the reason why I'm so passionate about talking about this is because in 
the manifestation world. And even in the personal development world, there is such a, a thing as spiritual bypassing. And I, we all have to be positive and think positive to get your thing. And so many people are spiritually bypassing as a result of that. And they think that, you know, that, oh, if I don't, if I don't think positive or if I'm not positive, I'm not going to get my desires and whatever. And that couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, in my experience and now in my own coaching practice, um, there's such beauty in going into the depth of your shadow and your darkness to come to the other light, to the other side of the light, because that is the law of polarity, right? We have light and we have dark. And the more you can um, bring the two together and merge them, the more magnetic you actually become in manifesting. But if you're trying to be all positive, what you're doing is you're resisting, you're, you're avoiding this, and then that creates resistance. And that's what can create illness in our bodies and all these different challenges that we go through. That is so beautiful, the way that you have explained that. And it's exactly what I talk to my clients about. You don't need to be positive all the freaking time because it's not natural or normal. Yeah, I think... Sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I think it's it it's such a powerful thing, a powerful experience to start to empower our clients and people in our lives to embrace the shadow, to have non-judgment about our negative thoughts and emotions, because that's where the magic really happens, is in the non-judgment of it. Because we are always gonna be um, beings of dark and light. There is, and so people are always doing the work and doing the thing and reading the books and doing the affirmations. And they're like, but I'm not there yet. And I'm like, it's a journey. And, and the more you embrace the two, right? Like, hey, I have this shadow side and I'm always going to have it because I'm a human being. Like there is no such thing as full enlightenment. And the, the minute you start to become peace with that, at peace with that, your body relaxes and opens up and that's the vessel of energy, right? That's where our magnetism comes from. And what you just said is the one of the most powerful things that I have found when I first heard it. It's in the non-judgment, release or judgment of what is going on. And there was a point in my life where I cried all the time. I didn't know what was going on with me and I didn't necessarily even feel upset, but I was judging myself for tears flowing out of my face. I went and saw a hyp hypnotherapist. I'm like, what's wrong with me? There's clearly something wrong with me because I cannot stop crying. And she, she said, actually, it's a normal process. You've got stuck energy that needs to be released. And what's happening at the moment for you is you are a volcano and your volcano is erupting and it's coming out through tears. Huh. Interesting. So when my daughter saw me crying, I said, Zoe, baby girl, mummy's not upset. You've done nothing wrong. Mummy doesn't know why she's actually crying, but I'm a volcano. So when mummy's got tears, you can come and give me a cuddle if you want to because she's quite affectionate mm -hmm. and loving and cuddly. And um, she just makes me laugh so much. And I was crying one day. I was with my mum and my little sister. And my daughter goes, it's okay. It's her second cry for the day. She'll be fine. <laughs> and then oh, off we went. Oh, I love it. Because there was no judgment behind it. It was mummy's crying. Everything's okay. Don't worry about mum. we got this. And it was just a really loving, beautiful way of her just going, not dismissing that I was crying, but letting 
my mum and my sister know you don't have to worry about mum we've got her she's sorted that's beautiful yeah there's no need to fix right because even the minute when we try to like comfort you if we were to try to comfort you that is an energetic undertone of like hey alexis is upset she needs fixing and it's all part of a human experience. When you're living at the higher levels of energy, you know that it is what it is. There is no good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just all part of the human experience. Yeah, and I love that. And I love the way that you've explained all of this in a dark night. And if you could go a little bit more into the manifesting whilst going through a dark night, how how would you best explain that in more depth? So my you know, again, I have a process called core energy coaching, where if anybody's ever read the book, um, David Hawkins, power versus force, he has that chart of the energy levels and love being love and joy being the highest energy levels. I actually have an assessment that I give clients. I'm certified in this process um, where it tells me where they're resonating from a subconscious level, like stuff they don't even know is going on. It's like that um, iceberg, you see the tip, but you don't ever know what's going on underneath because it's the subconscious, right? So my way of manifesting um, is, at, for me, for me personally, different people have different styles depending on their human design, right? Mine is that I usually get uh, a, a download of like, hey, this is what needs to happen. Like one of the things I manifested was a vacation place at the beach. And it was just a crazy thing where one day I woke up and I'm like, I need to go online and look. And by the way, we were not in a financial position or anything like that to do it. And I don't ever question how it's going to happen. So that's number one. I trust the guidance that I'm receiving from my higher self. That's how I manifest. So this particular manifestation, I woke up and I'm like, I need to go online and look um, for real estate down at this place that I love. It's a, it's a beach town. So that's what I did. And then I tell my husband. <laughs> so then I, tell, I told him, I'm like, hey, we're going down tomorrow. And he's like, uh, by now he knows that I'm, that's just how I manifest. Yeah. So we went and yeah, we went and we saw, um, we saw four places and one of them we fell in love with and that we put an offer in. We, again, it was, it was, we were like, we don't know how we're doing this, but we're doing it. Um, so they accepted the offer. Two days later, um, they called to tell us that they accepted somebody else's offer. And I kind of just let it go. And I was like, nope, that place is ours. And it's this knowing. So that's when I talk about, even though I was going through this dark night of the soul, it's hard to explain the knowing because it's not a cognitive knowing. It's a knowing in your cells. It's a, a feeling and it's an emotion that that you know, like you know, like you know, that it's this solid. is going to, yeah. yeah that it, and you, you, there's no worry. There's no trying to figure out how or manipulate or conjure up. It's just a knowing, and that's exactly what happened. So a couple a week after the other people had um, made an offer, took our offer, and they took their offer better. They called us to tell us that that offer had fallen through and that it was back up on the market. So we manifested it. Um, and I have tons of stories like that. Like I just recently manifested a kitten. Um, I don't know why a kitten, a kitten just can't, it kind of comes into my vortex. Like my higher self says, you need to manifest a kitten and this is what it's going to look like. And um, 
But for me, when I try to really be um, specific and write a list, and it, my manifestations don't usually work out that way. See, I love that because I have, again, learned something just in that one moment of you saying that when I write a list, I don't get it. When I allow and I just am being and I just know. So there was a time where I owed someone some money and money would come in, but then it just was never enough, even though it was more than enough to pay this one bill off. I just, it just never happened for some reason. Like it just went everywhere. And then there's one, she messaged me and she said, oh, have you got the money to pay the bill? I said, I don't know where it's coming from, but I know I will have it to you by Friday. And I let it go. And then I manifested $10,000 that week, USD. And it was in Australian dollars that I owed her money, which was like a fraction of $10,000. And I had the money for it. And she was just like, see, you can do it. And I was like, I can do it. But there was, yeah. no, it was just a knowing it was going out and having fun and saying, yes, I've got it. I don't know where it's coming from, but it's yours. I didn't write it down. I didn't continue to continue focusing on it. I didn't continue going, how do I get it? What do I need to do? It was just, I know. It's done. Yeah. Thank I you. love that. Yeah. Manifestation does not have to be a task. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be like, oh, you know, all the things I have to write. I always joke that people write affirmations until their hand falls off. And affirmations don't really work. At least the people that I've, you know, they might work a little bit, like to make you feel good. But I get a lot of clients that are like, I've done all the things and I'm so frustrated. And the first question I ask, I'm like, okay, I know you're doing the cognitive work, but what are you doing for your body, embodiment? What are you doing to create space in, your, in the vessel that holds all your energy? Right? And that's the missing part. And it's crazy. One of my clients, rock star, amazing, went from 10K to 75K she didn't really do anything different other than we cleared out her container energetically and it just flowed in and it was easy and it was just done. Yeah. And that's really how people are like, Oh, do things fall on your lap? I'm like, well, there's a level of definitely a knowing that making sure that, that there are no belief systems that are getting in the way of the flow of your manifestation. So understanding that is important too. But yeah, like recently I was like, you know, I, I had just la launched a course and then I was like, do I want to take on any more one-on-one -on -one clients? And I was like, I literally just thought I could take one more one-on-one -on -one client. And then the next day I had a message from somebody saying they, they wanted to work with me. So it can be that easy, but yes, you also have to take the inspired action, you know, like when the, when the thing falls on your lap or when the synchronicity happens or when the opportunity, you have to be willing to say, oh yeah, this is it. Like when, you know, when I manifested the vacation place, like if I hadn't listened to that voice, as crazy as it sounded, I wouldn't have manifested it because I didn't take inspired action. Yeah. And the other day when I posted about launching my podcast, it was really interesting because I'd had a full on crazy, like meltdown breakdown in the morning, went to a friend's house and they went off and did what they needed to do. And I just sat there and went, get out of your own way. What is it that you truly deeply want? And on the way down to driving my daughter to school, I'd written, I want 10 people booked in per week to interview for my podcast. I want to meet some amazing, beautiful people. And I got my daughter to write it as I was driving because my brain was just like, Brrr. 
Mm. I posted the post and I think I've got 30 people booked in for the next three weeks to be interviewed for my podcast so I can connect and meet amazing, beautiful people and have these conversations. And I had no um, resistance or no um, attachment to the outcome. I'd written it in the book in the morning and had verbalised it and then I just did the post and I'm still getting people coming in and wanting to jump on the podcast. And I honestly wasn't expecting the amount of people and the amazingness that I've connected with and it's all in the manifestation and I know that if I'd written it two days prior, it wouldn't have happened because it wasn't the download. I wasn't ready to put it out to the universe. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's beautiful because if if I could, you know, if somebody said to me, well, what's one thing you can tell me about manifestation that's like the thing, I would say follow your heart. If you start to follow your heart, your heart has the most resonating energy than any other part of your body, even your brain. It has the highest level of resonating energy. If we can connect to what our heart, where our heart is guiding us, that is where the magic happens. That's when you start to get the downloads, the synchronicities, the connections, and then the pieces of the puzzle start to, you know, all fall into place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. I love that. So we've gone into into a huge amount of depth around manifestation and dark night of the soul and belief and knowing and grieving the old self, which is everything that I love to talk about. What is a book, a quote, a podcast or a YouTube video or someone inspirational that you follow? What is your kind of go-to if you're feeling a little bit off? That's a great question. Uh, actually, uh, my tune has changed recently. My go-to is go inward because you are your own guru. Uh, I've actually um, stopped following people that I looked up to and not because I don't still look up to them, but because um, it creates a lot of noise and then you can't hear your own truth. And our truth is our truth is our truth, right? We're all cut from the same cloth. We're all connected. We, you know, those people you look up to, you have the same exact powers and, and magnetism and beauty and energy available to you. And sometimes that can, for me right now, I'm in a place in my journey that all of the external noise, all of those followings and all of that just creates noise. And I need to just like be here because I know my answers, you know? Um, but if I had one, one thing to offer some, somebody, I would say um, anything that allows you to better understand the quantum field, anything neuroscience and that, because this, there is a science behind this. So this isn't woo-woo. And that's what I love about, you know, where I've gone with it because it started out as woo-woo and now I'm more like it's backed by science. So I would say do research around like quantum manifestation and the quantum field and, yeah. So beautiful. That's how I started too. Oh, so many connections. I started off with the woo-woo and then I'm like, oh, I need to be yeah. reading all these different books and I need to be connecting with the science behind it and, just yeah love it 
Love it, love yeah. it, love it. So how can people get in contact with you and learn more about you, learn about more about what you do? Where can they find you? So I'm very active on Instagram at Sonia Lopez Coach, so they can find me there. And then um, I also have a YouTube channel called Manifest Epic, which is where they can actually get some of the tools that I offer my clients for the embodiment part of manifestation. So the yin yoga, the hypnotic meditations, and the emotional freedom technique are the three tools that I use to help my clients. They can find that there. And then on Facebook, I'm just Sonia Elena. They can find me there as well. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I have loved every moment of today's conversation. Thank every me moment. Too. And I love the direction that the conversation just flows and goes to. And in the closing words, is there anything that we may not have covered or I may not have asked you that you'd like the listeners to hear or know at all? Yeah, I think, you know, what I always say to people is because people are like, they think manifestation is like this word that's like, like I said in the beginning, like very mainstream, like, oh, I get to create magic. And yes, you do. But manifestation is something we are doing every day, whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously. So you're creating your reality every single day. 85% of us are creating a reality based on what we created yesterday because we're not taught that you can actually intentionally create your reality. So what I would offer your listeners is, and my listeners um, is that set an intention every, every Monday. Start by setting an intention. If you don't even know what manifestation is, every, every week set, send the energy out a, ahead of you. That's what an intention is, is. How do you want your week to go? How do you want to show up as a leader in your life? What do you want to create? And do that. Every Monday, say, you know, this, this week I'm creating this or here's my intention. And you'll see how your life starts to take better shape because we're always manifesting. We are always manifesting and I love that you've just said that. So setting an intention. So what, if you could just give just one example of an intention. So an intention of I would like to help one new person this week or I'd like to have, have $500,000 come into my bank account this week. So <laughs> what what's the intention is it a feeling is it words what if you could un unpack that just a little bit for the listeners if they have never really heard uh, of an setting intention an intention. Is, yeah. an intention is a connection that you're making with your higher self as to how you want to show up in your life and what you want to create right because like i said before you're either creating consciously or unconsciously and most people are just like they get up in the morning they go through the routine they don't think to themselves like what do I want to create? Like what connections, you know, like you said with your podcasts, you woke up and you said, I want this many people on my podcast. That is an intention, right? Yep. You're, you're putting the building blocks of what you want your life to look like together. So I would say an intention is simply that it's just making that connection. And you know, when you, when you connect to your higher self, whether it's meditation or just simply some silence or whatever it is for, for each person, you'll hear what the intention needs to be. Yeah. So beautiful. 
I love that. If you would like to find Sonia, the everything will be in the show notes and you can go back and rewind and listen to this over and over again because there's been some really beautiful gold nuggets in here today. So thank you for coming on my show and being part of this journey with me. Thank you, Alexis. Thanks for having me. This was fun. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.